Welcome to the Tate Wheeler Podcast, a podcast about inspiration, perspective, and purpose. Let's do this. Picture an iceberg. Most of you have seen the image of it. Above the water, you see success and achievement. But what you don't see is what's under the water. That's the hard work, the dedication, the sacrifice, the discipline, the late nights, the early mornings, the grind, the sweat, the blood, and the failures. Today's guest is an undefeated professional fighter with a record of 14-0. He's rising the ranks to achieve his ultimate goal of becoming a world champion. Luis Feliciano was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. His family is from Puerto Rico. He fell in love with the sport at the age of three, and he started training competitively at the age of seven to becoming a five-time national champion, to competing at the Olympic trials, to Hollywood fight nights, to signing with Oscar De La Hoya's Golden Boy promotions, to headlining main cards as he takes steps closer to achieving his ultimate goal of becoming a world champion. Luis, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. What was the hardest part of your journey to get where you are today? Uh, I'd say I had a, you know, a couple of, uh, hard, you know, hard moments in my, in my, my journey to where I'm at right now. Um, I'd say the first one started where I suffered a a devastating injury. This was back in 2013. I was, uh, sparring training for, uh, for a fight coming up. I crossed right hands with, uh, my sparring partner and I ended up doing some serious damage to my right shoulder. I completely tore my subscapularis and I partially tore my bicep tendon. I was out for about a year. That was a big moment where, for me, where I thought about, you know, whether, you know, boxing was, you know, going to be something that I I do for the rest of my life. Um, And at that time, I was definitely thinking about that because I had success prior. I was 20 years old, you know, and I was young and and, and hungry and strong. But, you know, going, you know, dealing with that, that was, uh, you know, a big burden. And and, uh, it took a lot of time to come back, rehab and, you know, just that grind of just getting back and being comfortable. Um, that was definitely one moment, and then uh, I'd say in my uh, another journey that I went through uh, that's very uh, different from many fighters. What they deal with was uh, my pursuit of obtaining a college degree. You know, I was uh, going to school at Marquette University, and I was uh, trying to get my degree, which is for me was very important. And uh, it was it was really difficult. I mean, just the the workload, uh, you know, just the boxing, but obviously the class, all the credits and you know, and, and, and being in, in the classroom and having exams and, you know, all that just came together. I mean, I did four years and, and I graduated on time, which is, I'm very, I'm very proud of that. Uh, but at the same time, I was able to kind of come back from my injury and all that put it together and, and, and become a, a, a national champion. I was on the national team in 2015, uh, and which is the year that I, I graduated as well, which is a big moment for me. And then I ended up representing that summer that I rep- ended up representing the U.S. at the Pan American Games. And, uh, you know, all that came together nicely. And I think that that had a lot to do with just my mindset and, you know, and how I prepared myself. And I wasn't going to uh, let anything uh, back me down. Yeah. And everyone listening has seen a boxing fight at some point. They see the lights and the stage and the flash. What they don't see is all that hard work it took to get there. Can you talk to us about the boxer's regimen in a fight camp? Like, what is it, a three-month fight camp? Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, uh, you you know, you nailed it on the head. A lot of people see, uh, you know, see the fighters in the ring and, you know, 
they're throwing all these nice combinations. They look good. They feel good, fast, strong, you know. But, I mean, we are literally preparing ourselves for war when we get in there. And, in the, you know, it's, I mean, not, and not only just a professional game because it was like that in the amateurs. The only thing is the amateurs, you're fighting three rounds. So, you know, it's a little different. But the professional game, I mean, it's, you know, it could be life and death. I mean, there's people, you know, just last year, there were about four or five people that lost their lives in, the, in that ring, you know. That's the, those are the kind of things that we have to, uh, you know, that goes through our, through our heads. You know, that, that's the risk that we have to, you know, accept with. And not only that, just the training and, and, and not only the training, but also the cutting weight, you know, making weight. Uh, you know, some of us have to, you know, really, really get down. We're dehydrated. I mean, it's, it, it's really grueling. But, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, the, my, my training camp and my, uh, you know, uh, for me, it's it's it consists of a, a good solid training camp consists of eight weeks, so it's two months. But I mean, we're you know Monday through Saturday, uh, you know from from six a.m. all the way to four p.m. You know, and we're talking about two sessions consisting of two three hours each. You know, like those are t- t- like you know that that's the kind of training where you know it's it's not easy, but that's what it takes. You know, that's what it takes, and not only that, like what we just. You know, uh, me as an ambitious, you know, as an ambitious person, I look at myself, you know, to becoming a world champion. It's going to take even more than what I'm doing now to get to that level. So, I mean, uh, you know, we're eventually all all this is just eventually prep prep myself to uh, one day uh, being on top of that that mountain. Yeah, man. I, I'm I'm such a believer that there's zero progress in our comfort zones. So as you know, as a fighter, just challenge us. How can we all learn from what it takes to get to that level? How can we learn from the the what you put yourself through? I mean, we complain about you know we might wake up and our you know we're just a little sore from from doing some squats the day before or something. I mean, talk to us about how we can all learn from that grind because that's a grind. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, and I just, I, I think, I really believe that I think it's just how how, uh, how bad do you want it, you know? Because it's easy. It's so easy to give up, you know? It's uh, it's so easy to just throw in the towel, you know, uh, and, and just say, you know what, uh, you know, maybe this isn't for me or whatever. And this is just anything in general in life, you know, whether you're pursuing a goal or you're, you're trying to, I don't know, try to buy a house and, you know, things aren't going right. I mean, listen, we, you know, and... and and I don't want to put ourselves like that, but we also deal with those problems too. We deal with personal problems, relationship problems, uh, you know, we, we deal with all that. But on top of that, I mean, you have to, you know, I mean, you just really have to test yourself and, 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 and your will of how, how bad do you really want it? And, and uh, I've always been a person that, uh, I mean, obviously what motivates me as far as my family, but, uh, and not to sound selfish on them, but I really, I just, me and my, my personal ambition as far as like being, I want to be the best. Like that's that's just me. That's like my mentality. I mean, I have my motivation as far as my family, my you know, my loved ones, and all the people. I feel like I have responsibility responsibility to to my people. But I mean, it's just more of a me thing too. As far as uh, you know, me wanting and me being ambitious, ambitious, and and, and you know, nothing's gonna stop me. You know, mm-hmm. nothing's gonna stop me because I mean, those are the kind of things that you know, uh, you, you, everyone goes through adversities and negatives, but. Uh, you know, it's, it, I mean, if anything, it, it could be a blessing in disguise. You learn from those adversities and that's how you, you know, you pick yourself up and you just keep moving forward. But I, one thing I've always admired about you and in, in your fighting style and how you approach it. And even like pre-fight, when I watch your interviews, you're super humble. Like you don't have this, the, the typical, you know, mentality. I think you have the mentality of a fighter, but you don't maybe aren't, aren't as, 
out there on that? Where does that humility come from when you're approaching a fight and just how you speak in general? No, definitely. Uh, the, you know, the humility is very uh, something that I'm very proud of. Uh, you know, it's part of my character. It's who I am. And I'd say that that comes from my family, uh, specifically my parents. Uh, uh, they come, you know, my, so my, my family's from uh, Utuado, Puerto Rico. So it's, it's, just, it's not city. It's, you know, it's the countryside. You know, it's simple people, people that, you know, may, they might not have uh, much but they're happy with what they have and they continue to, you know, it's kind of like that same mentality as far as like, you know what, this is not going to stop me. We're going to keep going forward. So it's all tied in together. But, uh, you know, uh, especially my father has been always somebody that's been vocal about always uh, being respectful, you know, to, to, uh, to earn respect, you have to show respect, you know? Um, so that's something that's always been, uh, you know, been instilled in me since I was a little kid, since, you know, it's, it's in my background you know, uh, so, uh, you know, I'm very proud of that. And, you know, I'll continue to be that way. And I hope to, you know, if I have kids, God willing, you know, that that's the same thing I'm going to be approaching. I mean, that's how I learned it. And, you know, and, and I look forward to, to eventually, you know, uh, continue it down in the, in the, in the generations from yeah, now. Man. But uh, but yeah, it's something I'm, I'm very I'm very happy about. It's like leaving a legacy beyond that, like your dad passes that to you and you keep moving that forward. Another thing that's commonly talked about you I hear this on announcers when they announce your fight, when people cover you, that you didn't turn professional until after you finished your degree at Marquette University. And I know you talked about this a little bit a little bit at the beginning, but why was that so important to you? Because you're one of the few fighters at your level to ever do that. Yeah, I mean, that was, uh, you know, obtaining my degree was so such an important thing for me. Um, not only just being the very first person in my family to uh, get a uh, you know college education, you know my parents never had the opportunity. Their parents, you know, they they never had the opportunity to do that, but I did. So you know, and that's why my parents came to this country in the first place to you know uh, you know uh, you know obviously uh, have a better a better living for themselves and for their kids, and you know for us to you know to to get a good education, uh, you know, become professionals and, and be financially stable. Like that's, I mean, I think, you know, that, that says a lot as far as the American dream. And that's how many, many families, you know, they come to this country for that. But um, it was very important for me for that, obviously. Uh, but just obviously for what the, you know, my, my, my profession, for what I chose to do as for my living, you know, to become a professional boxer and, and become a world champion, uh, I think it's very important that you have to have a plan B. And not only this, I always tell, tell people that, uh, everything could go well. Uh, my career, I could eventually become a world champion, God willing, and, you know, make some money. Uh, but I still have, I mean, more than, you know, my uh, second half of my life to live on, you know, my 40s, my 50s, you know, depending when I, I decide to hang them up. You know, I still have the, uh, you know, most of my life still, uh, you know, uh, there. And, uh, you know, I don't want it to be in question. You know, I want to be comfortable and and, you know, I could still, you know, get a job or, you know, do something. But at least I got that college degree. And, you know, uh, I always said it, too, that uh, that uh, that since I had the opportunity to go to a great school like Marquette, um, you know, it opened up so many doors for me, uh, networking, uh, just the friends that I'm, I, that I'm still very close to today that, uh, you know, I, I was blessed to meet. And, and you know, and, and that's I think that that has a lot to do with, again, with the character and, and and, and and obviously uh, setting up and opening doors for for the future post uh, post boxing. Absolutely, and that almost brings me perfect to your fighting style. I remember you and I had a conversation. Actually, it was New Year's Eve. We were at a one of our best friends' uh, weddings, and we had that fight. I'm like, 
you know, what, what's, what's your best attribute as a fighter? And you talk about your mind. And Mike Tyson once said, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. And so I think that's perfect to, to talk about a boxer that has, you know, utilizes his mind because, you know, we all, all of us in life have had a plan and we've had to scrap it, but you're in the ring and you had to scrap it on the fly. How do you do that so quickly? I mean, yeah, I, I've always said that I always try to be the smartest fighter in the ring. Uh, a common saying that you, that you always hear from me is that I might not be the strongest, I might not be the fastest, but I will be the smartest one in the ring. And I think that that's how, uh, that's the way to win fights. You know, uh, um, you know, uh, the ring IQ and me being a, t- a, a, a technical fighter, I think that it coordinate, co- uh, you know, coordinates really well. Um, there's a connection there. Uh, but yeah, I think, I mean, you know, there's, I mean, it's, I, I would say that in those, in that circumstance, uh, you know, experience has a lot to do with it. I was blessed to, you know, uh, have a, uh, a very good amateur career. I had uh, 150 amateur fights. I was a five-time national Dang. champion. So so that was, you know, all that stuff that came, you know, I, I fought some of the best fighters in the world, you know, uh, and I got, you know, I, I learned a lot from those experiences, whether they're, you know, close wins or even losses, because sometimes the losses are even the ones that you learn the most. But all throughout those fights, I was, you know, able to gain a lot of experience and then you're able to adjust and, um, and, and uh, you know, make those adjustments in the ring. Uh, I would say that played a lot. But uh, I mean, you just have to also uh, the training uh, when you're in training, when you're in sparring, uh, that's very important. Uh, and that's where it's, uh, it's important uh, to make adjustments there, too, so you could practice. And when you get in that, you know, that real life situation where you're in the ring, you could, you know, you can make those adjustments. It's all about preparation. And, uh, you know, so uh, I would say that that, you know, that that, that definitely uh, uh, is an important factor in, you know, on how to, you know, kind of put that together when it comes to those moments where you have to make adjustments. Because most of the time you are going to have to make adjustments. I mean, if, you know, yeah, you might have an occasional fight where, wow, that was easy and you mm-hmm. did your thing and, you know, everything went well. But most of the time, especially when you're getting to those, you know, you're fighting the top dogs and the world champions, you're gonna have to make adjustments because they're smart. They're smart enough to be like, you know what? You know, maybe it's going too well for me, and all of a sudden he makes an adjustment. Now I got to make his adjustment to his adjustment. <laughs> so I mean, it's like it's that's how it is. You know, you got to counter his counter, how they say. Yeah. So I mean, that's just that's part of life. I mean, and that's where preparation is very important. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we can learn. All of us, you know, in life, can learn from that mentality. It's like lean on your experience, what you've gone through before, your failures, those struggles, man. Those, that's such a. I mean, you basically just answered the question for anyone that's struggling through something. We, you just literally lean on the times you failed before. Lean on your experience, your training, your mentality. That's that's great. It's, that, it's, it's it's so relevant not only for fighters, not only for fighters, but people that you know are you know trying to get a job or anything, just trying to make a payment. Like, hey, you you go through these these are adversities that we all go through, right? And you know that and like I said in the beginning, they could be you know, we think of it as you know things that are negative, but they can also be blessing in disguises. You learn from those moments. That's how you approach it. So when it happens again, you know we're gonna be ready. So that's and then that's where preparations. So then we prepare for that. Mm-hmm. We prepare for those for, for those moments because it, it happens to everybody. Absolutely. That brings me perfect to this. Right now is a time where our whole world is fighting through some adversity. I mentioned the iceberg at the top of the show, and you had to fight through adversity to get to where you are. What message would you share to the listeners about how to fight back 
when you're backed against the ropes of life? Keep keep fighting, keep fighting. Uh, you know, there's as as I, as I mentioned earlier. I mean, there you know, we all deal through you know going through problems right now. Uh, this pandemic. I mean, we, this kind of came out of nowhere. Um, this hit us hard. I mean, everyone's struggling. Uh, me myself, like I haven't. You know, my last fight was, was in December, and also I haven't gotten a paycheck since. So it's it, it it's been tough. You know, it's been tough, but. You know, I know that, you know, this is, you know, you just got to keep fighting. I'm trying to keep myself as sane as possible. They're trying to keep my my uh, my original routine. You know, everybody has, you know, they had their own routines, but I try to keep my own routine as far as my, my training and my working out. I'm staying active. Uh, but, I mean, I just say keep fighting. I mean, I feel like, you know, hopefully this will be over soon. But, I mean, we can't we can't just throw in the towel yet. Not, I mean, it's you know, it's too early for that. You just got to keep fighting. Uh and I know that, you know, everything will, will, will come out all right. And I mean, that that would be the, like I said, uh, you know, we all go through adversities and, uh, you know, they, we could learn a lot from this. This is an important time, uh, you know, for example, uh, how maybe uh, underappreciated we had on certain things that, you know, now we're like, wow, we look back, hey, man, why are we spending more time with, with our family or uh Maybe we're working out. We didn't, you know, we weren't working out. We were, you know, there's so many things. I mean, I mean, there's multiple examples. But uh, maybe that, you know, this time that we can learn and get something positive out of this is, uh, you know, maybe uh, we learned a few things where we could make adjustments and and and, and, and further prepare ourselves on how to, you know, better our lives, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, how to communicate with your loved one better or, you know, during doing just certain things like that. I mean, we could... It, it, if anything, let's not focus on a negative. Let's focus on what we can get, a uh, positive that we can get from from this negative that's going on. So, uh, yeah, I think that that's uh, that would be a little message uh, I love for it. me to them. Man, you're sp- <laughs> you are speaking my language right now. I keep saying that. It's like, man, fo- focus on the things we can control right now instead of all the things that we cannot. And this is an opportunity to hit a reset button on what's most important in our life. Were we prioritizing our jobs and all that other stuff? Or did we need a reset on our family and our faith and our, you know, what, what we're really working for? Absolutely. It's such a good thing. And speaking of that, like your plan is thrown off. Obviously, you're normally in California. You're back in Milwaukee right now um, with family. Like, how, are, how do you stay motivated? You know, you haven't fought since December. This throws off your whole routine. You know, you probably had a, I don't know when your next fight was was scheduled to be, but man, I'm sure you had something in the works and now that's all getting pushed back. How do you stay motivated? How do you stay, keep that grind going? Yeah, definitely. I mean, this 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 screwed up a lot. Uh, but, uh, you know, I was uh, they were looking at uh, so it was gonna be either late April or uh, for the Canelo card May second. Oh man, that, that's the biggest. That's the biggest fight. That's the biggest fight. You know, right there in, in the entire year. You know, and uh, you know to be just the you know have the opportunity to fight on that kind of platform that would have been huge. That would have been a, a big step up in my career. But again, you know, uh, that I'm not going to let it phase me, as, as I've mentioned earlier. Like, I just try to keep my routine as, as uh, you know, or try to stay to my routine as much as I can while I'm here in Milwaukee. I'm with my family, but I'm still working out. I'm staying active. I mean, I, I, like I said, that's probably the best way I could keep sane right now, you know, because, you know, obviously everything is closed. There's not much to do. But, uh, you know, just continue to fight and, and continue to, to to work. And, and once everything, I know that, you know, God willing, everything uh, you know, gets gets a little better, then I'll be ready. You know, as far as like they, they want to get everything. I, I heard that uh, they want to get boxing back uh, going by by July. 
So, hey, if I'm, you know, I've been staying ready and my weight, keeping my weight, at least something that's, that's you know, that I can make, then, uh, you know, once once things gets going, then boom, we're going to, you know, we're just going to be there. And, you know, instead of being from zero to 100, at least we're in the 60, 70 range, then boom, yep. we'll be up to 100% and we'll be ready. So I'd rather be that, uh, be like that. So, you know, like I, I, I'm not, I'm not too worried. I know that hopefully this, all this will be, be over soon and, and uh, we'll get back to work. That's what I'm anxious for. Yeah, yeah. I think I think many people can can hear that part about hey, you're a fighter maintaining their weight for months at a time. You know, in this time, no, I think this that's quarantine. The most, that's the most. That's the most important one. Yep, exactly. Because <laughs> that's, that's commitment. That's commitment right there. Like you let your weight jump up, man. That's hard to to bring it back off. Especially, especially being here at home, you know, you got mama's home cooking, you know, you miss that back in Cali, you know, it can, it can be a little, it can be a little difficult, but again, that's why you maintain it, that's why at least you're working, if you eat some good, uh, you know, some Puerto Rican rice and some, some, some penny, some pork, then, you know, uh, at least you go for, uh, for maybe two runs into the Yeah, yeah, day, run that know? off, so man. You gotta, you gotta balance it, you gotta balance it off. As as a wrestler my whole life, man, I do not miss those weight cutting days. Those those that weight cut is that's legit right there. All right, let's let's have some fun here. All right, some quick hit questions. Favorite combination, boxing combination. My my favorite combination. I would say my favorite punch is. So I guess it can you know kind of correlates correlates with the uh, with the com- or yeah with the combination. But my favorite punch is the left hook to the body. So I always uh, I'll either do a right hand. Right hand up top and then left into the body. It, it, the, when it comes to boxing, you never want to just throw a punch just to throw it. If I want to hurt you with that left foot to the body, I'm not going to throw just a left foot to the body. I got to set it up. Yep. So whether it's a touch with a jab or a right hand or maybe an uppercut, boom, then left foot to the body. You got, you got to get the, get the fence, mm-hmm. you know, focused on somewhere to open up and land that left foot to the body. That's all, you know, I've stopped a lot of people with that left foot to the body. Uh, it's, it, it's a punch that's very, you know, uh, again, a lot of people could take punches uh, up top, but not not many could take uh, the, those body shots. So, I love uh, it. Know, it's always body, yeah. So body shots are very important. It's always something that uh, that I've always uh, you know uh, worked on, and and that's definitely uh, my favorite punch uh, slash combination. I love it. What's your if there's like a a time in training that that you're struggling, you're grinding, you're having to put through? Do you have like a mantra that sticks in your head or a quote that sticks in your head that helps push you through it? Oh yeah, my I'd say uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit, suffer now, and you know, and and see and, and live the rest of your life as a champion. Yes, uh, that's probably my favorite. That's my my favorite quote. Uh, I mean, it's, it's you know, any boxer can relate to that. There's those moments where you're just like it's a grueling training camp, and and, and you're just there. You're hurting. You're sore. You're. I mean, you talk about Muhammad Ali uh, and many other world champions that said this, and you know, so they they know what they're talking about. So those are the people that you listen to, and you know, these are the moments where you just you know that define you. You know, you look back and and there's nothing. I tell you right now, there's not no better feeling getting that hand raised at the end of every fight. Because you know what you put the hard work that you have to go through. There's, I mean, that's the best feeling because you know you worked your butt off and and you know certain sacrifices that you had to make and you're just there and it, it, it just once they say you know come out victorious, there's no better feeling. That's the best feeling in the world. And all that you know, it, it, it ties into all the work that you put in. I was just gonna say that because of all the work you put in, not not because of the fight that just happened, it's because all the grind and the work and the pain you put yourself through. 
the fighting, listen, the fighting is the easy part. The hard part is the training. And you get in there and you, you know, you just, hey, if you, if you prepare yourself well and you did what you had to do, the fight's easy. The, mm-hmm. fight, the fighting part's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that's the hard part. The training, the waking up early and, and, and putting your miles in and getting back and, and doing eight to ten rounds of sparring. That's the hard. That that's the hard stuff. And you know, I, I, you're prepared for war. So you know, you gotta you gotta be gotta be gotta prepare yourself to to a, to a hundred percent. And and if you do that, the fight's gonna come out easy. Love it. What's the best lesson you've ever learned? The best lesson I've ever learned. I I would say that pivotal moment for me happened when I was when I was. 15 years old, sorry, 14 years old, 14, 15, I was in high school. Um, and I decided to, uh, you know, I was a, I was just an all around good athlete. I played baseball, I played basketball, I did it all. You know, I love sports, uh, continue to do till, till this day. Um, uh, but obviously I boxed and that was obviously my first love. Uh, but at that moment, so I was, tra- I was, I was either going to enter that spring. I remember I was either going to enter uh, the, my uh, high school's baseball team or train for the Junior Olympics, uh, which is a tournament which they have for 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 14 through 16 year olds. Um, but uh, at that moment, I decided, you know what? I'm gonna focus on boxing. I'm gonna just stick to boxing and and let's see how it goes. Once that moment came, I started winning national championships, and that's where everything opened up for me. And that's why I eventually said, you know what? Hey, this might be a, this might be a possibility where I might do this for a living. You know, I want you know I might become a professional boxer and, and and you know and pursue my goal of becoming a world champion. And I guess the message in that is that you know if you're gonna if you're gonna go into something, especially if it's something like boxing, but just in general, if you want to go into something, don't don't you know? Excuse my language. Don't half-ass it. You know. Go a hundred percent. Don't 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 settle. Don't settle for you know fifty seventy five percent. Not even ninety percent. Go a hundred percent. That's what you know. I guess that was a turning point for me where, uh, you know, once I started focusing on boxing and focusing on what I had to you know what I had to do and preparing for for the tournaments and the fights that I had, I started becoming I started becoming a national champion. And I you know and that says a lot as far as the talent was there, but the work ethic wasn't there. You know I wasn't preparing like I had to. So that that's the moment everything clicked, and then all of a sudden you saw my amateur career just started going up. You know, I started becoming you know uh, winning world uh, national championships. I was making national teams. Uh, you know, representing the U.S. in international competition. Uh, you know, that's that, that that was something great, and it helped me now. And uh, you know, we, we spoke about those exper- uh, about experiences uh, earlier, and that's had transcended. It's helped me a lot in my professional gear, and that's why you know, so far I'm 14 and 0, and God willing, we're gonna keep going forward, and and, and nothing will stop us. Love it, man. And 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 that mentality makes you have, you know, th- what so many people fear is regret, right? When you go all in, that what you just said to the listeners, if you really want something, like like you want you want this, like you could see it, like we're we're on Zoom right now, so a lot of people are going to listen to this, but you want it, and you're going all in, and I love it, and uh, that's powerful. So uh, thank you so much, Luis, for being on the podcast. Uh, appreciate you so much for hopping on with me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the invitation. Uh, you know, uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I'm always here whenever you need me. You know, always be here. You know, thank you, go- thank you all for listening. And uh, obviously, keep you know, keep fighting, keep fighting the good fight. Stay positive, and uh, you know, most importantly, stay safe. Absolutely, so good. The saying in boxing goes, 
If you get knocked down seven times, get up eight. Make sure you hear this. Remember, you do not lose in life by getting knocked down. You only lose in life if you don't get back up. I've never walked a mile in your shoes, but if you're down right now, it's time to get up. It's time to keep fighting. It's time to dig deep. It's time to unleash that inner champion inside of you. So get up. Get started. Move forward. Fall forward. Fail forward. Just go forward. Make sure you get up and fight. Fight for you. Fight for your faith. Fight for your family. We believe in you. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and give it a five-star review. I cannot wait to connect with you again soon.